Magic Johnson has AIDS. And I said, shut the hell up, Grandma. I didn't know that was going to upset people. It really did. <laughs> it really did. People got so mad. And they're like, the fuck is wrong with you? Do I think it's more likely that he did it? Yes. This murderer <laughs> is calling someone else a yeah, murderer. He's like, this guy's a bad guy. I wrote a book called If I Did It, but this guy, <laughs> he definitely did it. Did it. 100%. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Two Bears, One Cave. Sitting in for my regular co-host, Bert Kreischer, is a man whose stand-up comedy special, Lefty Son, is available right now on YouTube. Give it up for all six foot three inches of Ryan Sickler. <laughs> I'm closer to 6'3 than James Brown ever was. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Oh, thank you for having me. It's yeah, good man. To be here. Congrats on the special. Thank you very, very much. Very, very happy for you. Um, you, uh, you, sh you shot it yourself, produced it yourself, directed it yourself. Did it all myself, directed, produced. That's my the friend. way to do it, man. It is these days. If you know how to do it, it yeah. is. I feel like I did a good job, especially on my first one. It looks good. Thank you for all your help. Everybody's, there's been, obviously you can't do this shit without so many people helping. My good buddy Sam Vaughn killed it on this thing. I shot at the Dynasty in yeah. LA we talked about. It was just yeah. a great theater. Shout out to them. So, uh, yeah, I'm happy with it, man. I really am. And, um... Go subscribe to my podcast, The Honeydew. Can I just tell you this? You hit me up about my Patreon when you see those promos and stuff that are wild. In the last just few weeks, I just talked to a guy yeah. who had to have a double lung transplant. Okay, He's born with cystic fibrosis, and they're like, hey, you got about 50 years on those lungs before you're going to need a double lung transplant. A double lung transplant. And he's like, okay, and you have to get in line for that shit. And he goes in for some procedure while well, the surgeon fucking pops his lung. And now it's scarred. So now they're like, remember when we told you at 50 years, you got about 23 on those lungs. Now he's like, what? So now he's got to find a double lung transplant. Well, while Wait, he's in the a hospital, second one, a sec, did he have one done? No, he, oh. you, you can run on these lungs, but only for so long they're okay. telling him. And then they fuck up a procedure and they're like, Hey, it's about half that now. And he's Jesus. like, what? So he's got to find, he's got to get in, you know, the queue for yeah. a double lung transplant. And this, from a weird circle of a friend of a friend, there's some lady whose son is, was dying in the hospital and said, well, why don't we just see what the hell? And they test her son. And he is a, and he said, you go through eight hours a day, five days a week of, cause everything would have to match to put lungs yeah, in you. Sure. And he's a hundred percent match. So he doesn't have to get in line for it now. He skips right to a direct donor. He says he thinks it's the first time in history that's ever happened. And the mom is like, I want to meet the boy whose life my son saved. Yeah. So he's like, oh, he feels horrible. Like, I've got to go meet this family whose child died so I could live. And they're all telling him, man, you're just like him, man. You're just like him. They're like, we want you to meet his girlfriend. He's like, I don't want to meet her. She's going to be super emotional. And they're like, you got to meet her. Well, he meets her. And then they start talking. And they start talking some more. This dude ends up marrying his fucking donor's girlfriend. And they're serious? about to have a baby. Seriously? Yes. That's on my Patreon. It's $5 a month, y'all. That's it. The honeydew with y'all. If you if you the don't wildest know, story. So like the honeydew, you you have a lot of times comedians on, actors, you know, people in entertainment, 
And then you do the Patreon one where you talk to basically it's fans of the show. It's just regular people, regular yeah. folks, but they tell who you who didn't make their lives into comedians, right? Right, entertainment yeah. or people, entertainers. But they tell you, I've seen clips of this shit that I mean, it's like I had a baby with my dad, and we <laughs> yeah, like yeah. shit like like. <laughs> <laughs> I gave like I that. gave birth in the back seat of a fucking pickup truck. It's all the wildest stories I've Craziest ever heard. Craziest shit I've ever heard about. I life. jumped off a building and I broke both legs. And I'm like, what the fuck? That is guy, this? your episode. It, you didn't even indirectly your episode. There was a guy on my podcast who who came to see you here in Austin. That's right. That's and then went right. party. We we Facetime. Yeah, yeah, I Facetime, and he blacked out. And he went missing. There was a search party looking for this guy for three fucking days after your show. And some homeless dudes like this guy right here. <laughs> he was laying next to him. And the police gave that like, you mean this guy right here? They're like, yeah, that guy. And they took him in and he's missing for three days. OK, imagine that as a parent. Right. Jesus. But for him, he's in a coma. He fell off that bat bridge. Yeah. And he's he doesn't know what happened to him still for another fucking month. When he wakes up, they're like, you went to see Tom Segura, you partied, you fell off this bat bridge, you were missing for three. Like, it's nuts. The story, I've talked to people who've died. I just had a kid who was in the Michigan State shooting in the classroom. Jesus. Yeah. And he said he's behind the podium and chunks of water flying off. And he's like, this is how I'm going out. This is how I'm going out. This, by the way, reminds me, this is a total pivot from this. But every time I, I'm on the road, I, you know, I, bring, I bring friends to, to do the shows with me. And uh, whenever I bring Jeff Tate and I post the photos, Sean Nix takes photos. I post, you know, here's the photos from the weekend. People are always like, oh, who's this homeless guy for Jeff Tate? You know, like, nice of you to bring a homeless guy. So we're in, uh, <laughs> we're in some city. And he, he said he walked into a 7-Eleven. And when he walks out, <laughs> these two homeless guys are out front. And one of them goes, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "What?" No, he recognized. He's like, oh, you're not Jimmy. <laughs> you look just like him. Though, you look man. like just like one of the guys we normally hang out. <laughs> we with. hang out with. We've befriended yeah. in this homeless. Like, You've been Jimmy. here a minute. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I gotta change my shit up, man. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <laughs> we know you, right? <laughs> oh, oh fuck God. yeah you have the i i mean that's such a awesome like specific thing that you figured out that just i don't know how you figured it out but to hear these these stories are so compelling man they're crazy they're people the crazy. died i mean i've had taught the you got to get this one girl on i'm gonna push for her she was a female gangbanger who made history as the first female in this gang in chicago then got out of the gangbang world and went to a different sort of gangbang world where she runs an S&M club now. And the stories she tells about, she talked about, she wouldn't name them, but everyone figured out who the Chicago mayor was that would come in. She told all kinds of stories. Oh, looking for his fix. Have you ever heard of this shit? This, this would terrify me. She told this one about a guy who came in um, and, and you lay down on latex and then they vacuum the latex so that it is second skin, okay? And the only thing that's there is a hole here. You ever hear of this shit? I've seen. Yes, yes, yes. That already. And like, and so like you the, can't even move. No, the claustrophobia in me. That's what just, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Even I have anxiety thinking about that's that. That's their thrill. That's part of the thrill. <sighs> the other thrill is they come over and they piss and shit in the mouth hole. What? Yeah. 
that he chews it. And then he gets off. He gets out. He gets he's it. like, "Thank you so much for that. That was the best." It's I just the only episode I gagged. My eyes were water. I was like, "Wow!" In what the, in the last year I've heard about um, more sex parties from from people I've met that th- things you hear about, you think about like in movies. But is that down here? So uh, one in L.A. I heard about um, a friend told me that there they were a neighbor had uh, one of their neighbors rents their house out. And they like they look over one day and they're like, "There's people in tuxedos, just like eyes wide shut, and they're all holding drinks, watching people have sex." And so it was more like the performance, but they're just watching people bang. And I was like, "Holy shit!" That like it's one of those things you're like that's really happening. And it was like a real L.A. high society kind of. And then somebody here told me a story about getting invited to a a, a party, and that was not. Uh, watching that was everybody participating. It oh, just turned orgy it, a full orgy. Yeah, yeah. And that they told me the whole story, and I what was a like, "Weird Geez. thing." Yeah, I mean, you want to watch me and Cheryl fuck? Yeah, come on over to Tux, man. I kind of get the. What? I feel like that one actually almost makes more sense to me in the sense that if you wanted like the dressing up and watching it and maybe not participating but watching the the spectacle mm-hmm. of it take place mm-hmm. the orgy one everybody has to be game and it's like and they're meeting people for the first time you know they're just like look like hey what's up i yeah. say oh i can i i'm very practical about shit like that i'm like yeah. look like you got stds yeah, yeah. you know what i mean i've yeah. gone all my life without any kind of serious stds yeah. at all i mean i don't without I don't any think, kind of serious STDs. yeah i mean i don't think i've had actually i don't think i've had any stds yeah i really really haven't yeah you seem like you're not convinced no, I mean, I'm convinced. Okay, okay, okay. But there was a lot of qualifiers. In yeah, what you're well, saying. I had okay. to roll. I had to okay. go through a rolodex real uh, quick okay. and try to remember some things. But yeah. uh, I've never had an STD. I don't want to get one in my fifties. Like, no, that feels I know. weird. That would be a bummer. It would be to be would, sixty and be yeah. like, I just got general herpes for the yeah, first time. Man. Like, what? It's gonna go 60? into my sunset years with my, with my herpes. <laughs> yeah, that would suck, dude. retire with yeah. herpes. Then that's where they actually spread so much too. I'll bet the retirement. Oh yeah, they're fucking yeah. all. Well, also at that point, who gives a they shit? They don't give you a know? shit. Yeah. Did I ever tell you when I first moved to L.A. going back to your sex? party so i worked at that hotel yeah oh my god there was this guy that would come in young flamboyant rich as fuck always had two prostitutes with him <laughs> nice guy good guy um, he yeah. was la's bad boy at the time this okay. is like late 90s and he would be on the cover of the la weekly he chose like the cops hate me so what he would do is he would take money and he would rent a mansion up in the hollywood hills and he would throw sex parties uh-huh so he invited all of us from the hotel to go to one one time. And I was like, Matt, this is some this is the shit you hear back home. You know, I'm like, oh, this right. is some real L.A. shit. Right. Right. We're going to go to a fucking mansion party and a yeah. sex party. But the police would bust them all the time and stuff. So they hated this kid. But he would get it going enough before it got busted. So we get up to one and it was the same thing. It's just it was like the, the dudes at Rogan's Club, like Israeli fucking soldier, like one of them standing here with a velvet rope. And in this room, it's just a man and a woman fucking. In this room, mm-hmm. it's a threesome. In this room, it's two guys. In this room, it's two girls. In this room, it's a you can join if you want, but it's very eyes wide shut. Yeah. Um, so I'd seen that once. And you went to that? Yeah, we went to that. Did you participate in no, that? No, hell no. I don't, I'm not that way. Like, yeah. I'm really not. I, yeah. It fucking like, I mean, if one on one, or yeah, two on one. I'll go to yeah. Pound Town all day. Yeah, but would you do? Would you do you and a guy and a no. girl? No, yeah. never, <laughs> no, never, I know, never. 
Yeah. No. I don't think so. You would? No, I don't think so. No. I no. think I think I would show up and then I'd be like, oh, come on, man. And I would just turn around and walk out. <laughs> yeah, but no. Yeah. No. I, I think here's the other thing too. For me, visually, women are beautiful. Yeah. I tend to enjoy them too. Yeah. I yeah. would rather look over here. Yeah. And touch this or feel this. Yeah. Then just be like, try not to make eye contact with you. Yeah. You know what I or mean? Or also <laughs> it's like if you're if you're like rolling around and then all of a sudden you um you're like, What's on my leg? And it's like, I'm just getting in position, right? <laughs> <laughs> let me just stand over you real quick. All right, I'm good now. Go Come ahead, on, sit babe. back down. Move over, baby. Yeah. He's got that basketball injury. Yeah, Move yeah. over. Let him sit get back down. let him get settled. Oh, sit yeah. back down. <laughs> Your hairy leg touching my yeah. hairy leg. Yeah, Dude, nah. my dick would go so soft. Go so soft. Your hairy ass leg touching my leg, yeah. or like we're both going into yeah. friction of your shin on my shin. Yeah, I'm like Tom, <laughs> Tom, your shin's burning my shin, man. Don't look at me right. <laughs> Don't look at me right. <laughs> you break something. <laughs> <laughs> That's because we're really fucking over here. <laughs> I saw Bert throw my Oreo hat. By the way. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, he got upset about that. Of course he did. Yeah. But also, that hat didn't stink. I didn't wear that hat. That's why I gave it to you guys. Yeah, we appreciate it. And I'm a Florida State fan, so. That's right. Then your your brother was. Okay. Yeah, my dad, my brothers, we all like Florida State back in the day. Oh, that'll make him happy. Dion yeah. will make you happy. You know, Dion yeah. will make you a fan. I'm rooting for Colorado. I know, man. Guy, he's too charismatic. I love him. Yeah. I love him. I hope he wins it all. Yeah, he's. Uh, I ain't hard to find. <laughs> I ain't hard to find. <laughs> that first speech he gave was amazing. He was like, I came with my luggage. And it's Louis. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? Um, it's one of the best NFL Network commercials. Um, it's uh, he goes to back into the draft. Oh yeah, it? yeah. Oh, it's so good, so funny. The guy put, goes, put him in the afro. Yeah, yeah and yeah. he does the turn around and look at the camera with the crazy mustache yeah. turned sideways and shit. And he goes, "Who's that guy? Looks like ugly ass Deion Sanders <laughs> doing that." <laughs> It's so good. Did you just see that clip of um it was a track meet and some big boy was sprinting like on the I don't know it was like a 50 meter 100 meter race and as the big guy passes a kid you're like oh shit he's passing him he goes like this oh yeah and yeah, then yeah he falls <laughs> he yeah shit yeah and he ate it hard dude it's so fucking stupid Those track fucking falls all that uh, skin ripping off you and uh, shit I think it was on Sports Center they what's your what's your uh, do you have a most embarrassing sports moment? Little league or anything? I mean, besides my body breaking when I tried to yeah, jump. It's pretty embarrassing. I guess that's embarrassing. No, but as a kid, yeah. Um I mean the things that immediately come to mind in football, you know, they always say keep your head on a swivel. Mm -hmm. So when you play defense, if you're on defensive line especially, a lot of times you'll, you know, you you're let's say you're rushing the quarterback. And then he throws the ball, so the pass rush is over. You you, you know you're just like done. And sometimes you just kind of like, you kind of like settle back down. You're like oh, and you can go like you're looking at you're basically watching the play because now it's downfield, and you turn like this, and that boom, you just get lit up by a guy yeah. who's just waiting there for yeah. you. I had a few of those that were, and then the worst like part of that leaders decleated is that you get up and you and your coach is like the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So like. Like, so you get yeah. double humiliated because you get lit up and yelled at for getting And then you get humiliated the, the third time on film. So then they're like, watch this shit. Watch the girl right look here. Look at Tom. Yeah, look at Tom. Everybody look at Tom. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow. How 
have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Is your beer fridge feeling a little empty? DoorDash is your door to beer without the run. Whatever drink you're in the mood for, they've got you. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code BEARS24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. I mean, there's like sometimes you just don't want to leave. That's me. Once we're at a spot and we're hanging out, I just don't want to leave. And now you don't have to. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25%, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code BEARS24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. You always had to do it wrong? Yeah. Watch time. Watch time. <laughs> I had that. Um, I mean, that happened a few times. Uh, and basketball, I remember one, I was just telling somebody about this, that we always focus when you, when you see like elite passing, you're like, it's some of like the, I mean, like LeBron's passing, uh, Djokovic pass, like they, uh, or a Joker's passing is just like, it's so crazy, like the, the way that they pass. But you have to also give credit to the people receiving those passes yeah. you know like those old jason williams things where i was just, just like, about to say i mean so this like motherfucker the one with the one with the elbow yeah still my favorite one he goes behind his back but then hits it with this chicken wing yeah. and it comes back over here and you got to be ready but the only guy's got to be ready so yeah. i'm in a high school game and i remember that i'm playing and i i i'm dribbling it it's two on one like the all the guys on the other side of the cart we i have the ball there's one defender and i have one teammate and I give a head fake like this, and the defender jumps up, and I go, I try to be like slick. I go under like this to the to my teammate, and he looks up, and the ball just hits him and goes out of bounds. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then I, I have a coach like, thank you, fucking Jason yeah, Williams. Right, like, yeah, 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 yelling at you yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah. me. I'm like, man. I was like, why are you looking? He's like, you faked it. I was like, yeah, that's for him, not for you. Yeah, that kind of shit. I don't know. Do you have a bad one? Yeah, I mean. The worst one ever was um, I scored two goals on my own team in the same game. That was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. That really? Yeah, and I was good. Two? Two. We went and played this team. It was in Frederick County. I'll still never forget it. I was right back defender, and I went to clear this ball, and I kicked it. And I don't know what the fuck happened. It bananaed like this. It was a little windy, but it wasn't tornado winds, and it hooked back. And our goalie wasn't paying – sorry, Goldie. Yeah, our goalie wasn't paying attention, 
and fucking boom, boom, right in the net. And my brother's back there. My brother's on the same team. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, I didn't. That's one in a million. That is one in a fucking million. That's one in a million. Five yeah. minutes later, I do it again. Holy Same shit. Same goddamn thing. And I'm like, it's two in a million. <laughs> <It fucking> was, <laughs> two in a million. Dude, the whole team, the whole team gets on. You, That's I embarrassing. Mean, that yeah. guy died from yeah. doing that in yeah. the World Cup. Remember the auto gold? Oh, yeah. Colombian? Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they found his ass. Yeah, they did. Um, we had a game. This wasn't me, but one of my teammates. So the opposing team is driving the ball on us, right? We're playing defense. And they're on like, they're on hour thirty, so they're they're thirty yards from the end zone. On one of the plays, it's like a running a running play. They fumble. Our best, most athletic player scoops it up. He runs into their. He runs the no, wrong way. He yeah. got turned around. He got turned around. And we chase it. We're trying to chase him, and we're like, ah, he's too fast. He high step. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> And we just see, we're just like, nah, we're just trying to, we're trying to catch him. We can't catch him. And then he scores and we're like, you just scored in the wrong, you just scored a safety. And he's like, what? And we're like, you just went to the wrong end zone. And then, you know, everybody was like, he was super bummed out. But then everybody's like, yo, he's, it did show how fast he is. <laughs> like, he's so fast. That nobody, nobody could catch Nobody him. could catch his ass. No. One of the, I'll say, this is the most embarrassing thing <laughs> I ever saw. So um, I wrestled in high school and, you know, back then, no one's cutting weight healthy. We're all using hefty bags and, really? you know, just, just not water eating with, yeah. and, you know, sprint, loading clothes on you and sprinting to water weight, just trying to make weight for whatever, you know, class you had to get. We would do these holiday tournaments and um, we did this Christmas one and there's, you know, like, I don't know, 20 schools show up and um, there's four or five mats out and they're just nonstop going until you pare it down to the finals and then it's all in the center, you know. And this kid um, took some X-lax. And I know some guys on our team did too. This kid took X-lax. And in the middle of the mat, oh my God. he shit all over the fucking, like squirting everywhere. Oh. And and people were like, oh, and they had to stop the fucking, obviously. They had to then disinfect the mats, like all this stuff. So my buddy Eric, who you've met several times, he decides he's going to cut weight by taking X-lax. Well, this this idiot takes, he's, it says take one. Well, he he thought it meant one strip, not the square. So he takes a strip. And Eric was really fucking good, too. Like, states, all that. Um, <laughs> and right before the match, he goes down to the bathroom. And back then, we didn't even have doors on our stalls in the men's room. And he's just in there just shitting his guts out. And his house wasn't a mile and a half from the, from the school. And he's like, right call my brother tell him bring me some fresh underpants <laughs> he's shitting can't stop shitting right and he's supposed to go kill this kid that he's about to wrestle yeah. we go up and he's beating him like i don't know fucking 10 to 2 and then all of a sudden we're just watching he just rolls on his back we're like what the fuck's he doing he just lays there he's laying there this kid doesn't even know what to do the ref's looking so the kid just lays on the ref hits the boom <laughs> He sprints off the fucking mat because I was like, oh, he's going to shit himself. He gave himself up for the loss. He sprinted out of there. And then we lost another point for unsportsmanlike conduct because he didn't shake the guy's hand. <laughs> he fucking tossed you're going to shake yourself. He's like, I don't give a fuck if I lose. I'm not shitting like that kid did that we saw. He fucking took he off. He threw in the towel. He did. Yeah. He just laid on yeah. his back. Yeah. Like, come on, hurry up. Get me, get me. Get hurry me. up. Yeah. Dude, do it quick. Holy I got to shit. Holy shit. Myself. 
Was he a big dude too? And yeah, they, they were heavyweights. Yeah. Those oh, two going at it, man. Dude. That kid just—they're all looking like, "What am I supposed to do?" And he's uh, just like, "Come on, pin me, <laughs> pin, pin me, dude, pin me, please." I don't shit. There was a kid at the um, at the uh, high school. There was a couple kids at this high school down the street from ours. One of them, they called him Dirty Dirty Delroy because he wore cleats to class, and they were like, "What?" Yeah, they're like, "He's nasty, dude." That is yeah, they're like, "He always had nasty ass." <laughs> cleats on but there was another kid who they were like he's just a pig and he one time shit his pants in the game and then kept it in there <laughs> they said he would jump on uh piles oh, and no. just like like roll, roll around, around. <laughs> yeah and uh the coach found out and threw him out of the game was like get the fuck out of here with that like <laughs> with that yeah, shit yeah with that shit in your pants yeah we used to it. wrestle against this um you know, like those those like neighborhood legend guys were like, oh man, we got to go up against it. There was this black dude named Mike Jones at Westminster. Mike Jones, yeah. Who? Mike Jones, and uh, he was so good at wrestling. Yeah, and he would just fuck your mind, and then you couldn't help it. And he would he would whisper what he was going to do to you, and then pin you. Oh my god! And he would do it. And it would stun you for a second because you, you we all heard like he's going to yeah. whisper and then you're like yeah. so you're waiting for the whisper and yeah. then when you whisper you, you all you got to do is pause yeah. a second he would just go cradle and then boom he'd hit you in a cradle <laughs> he go headlock and yeah. boom next yeah. thing you because you're paying attention to that the next thing you know you're on the mat it's like boom you're like he got me in the headlock it's, told me he was going to do, do it. Do you ever watch those? <laughs> he was a badass. That's a bad motherfucker. Mm -hmm. when you get, do you ever watch on YouTube? There's endless endless amounts of these i literally have been watching these for i feel like for a couple of years and every other time i go on youtube because now it's, it's it's in my algorithm there'll be another one that i haven't seen all the larry bird stories oh yeah dude if you want to if you want to fucking shit your pants you watch just google larry bird trash talking and it's all like every nba legend that you respect from the 80s 90s into the early, they're like Man, you don't want to fuck with Larry Bird. And they're they all say the same thing that they'd be playing, they're playing a game, and he would like, he'd be by their bench and he'd be like, You guys want to see some shit? And they're like, What? <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna get the ball right here, and I'm gonna shoot it right there in that dude's face. And they're like, What the fuck? And they're like, he would get the ball, dribble to exactly where he said he was gonna get it, and shoot it. And he'd be like, Told you. And they're like, How is he doing this? And then he would do it. Throughout the game, he would tell certain guys, he'd be like, oh, you guys are not double teaming me? He's like, it's going to be a long day for so you that's guys. That's a mistake right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like and they that. were like, okay, get the ball. And he was like, there, and then he would just be like, uh, two two shots or two dribbles, uh, pull up right here. Um, I'm going to do a, a crossover, spin, corner three. And they were like, everything that he said, he would do exactly what he said, and then he would make it. There was one game, I think, where he's like, I'm just going to play left-handed, and he left got like 30 points yeah. or some shit yeah. like that. So you're like, God damn, dude, yeah. all, all left-handed. I'm telling you what I'm going to do. He told, I think it was uh, a, one of the Lakers. I think, yeah. So he liked, he respected Byron Scott. And so they, he gets to the forum, and he sees Byron in like a boot. And he's like, what's going on with you? He's like, I... uh I got ankle, so I'm not playing it. He's like, you're not playing. He's like, well, who's guarding me? And he goes, so-and-so. He's like, a white guy? He goes, that's disrespectful. <laughs> he said it was disrespectful to put a white guy. he's a white guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he's, they're like, he went for like 48 that game. Yeah. 
I just saw this interview, and I don't know who it is, an older black guy talking about Larry Bird. It's, it's like a um, an award ceremony or something. All yeah. the, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? All yeah. the NBA guys. He's yeah. like, I'm driving from wherever, Alabama to yeah. Arkansas. And yeah. I'm here, bird this and bird that and bird this. And I, he's like, man, I said that brother can play. <laughs> and the yeah. next day, he's saw a picture. He's like, that's Larry Bird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's listening to the radio. <laughs> And he saw it in the paper. Yeah, He's brother like, can this play, brother man. can play. <laughs> Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift, and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer a peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. The thing about buying jewelry is you really don't know what you're getting into. You don't know what you're looking at often, and the great thing about working with Blue Nile is you have somebody who's a true expert that can help guide you along the way so you don't feel lost, so you know what these diamond grades are, you know you're getting real value. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you don't, they offer 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Dot com. Jamal Mashburn has a great, great story on YouTube about Dream Team. <clears throat> he's like the he's like so that was when Dream Team was ninety two, and he's like to prep like to to get the guys in practice, they would put like an all star college team, and he said like they were all you know they're all the biggest names in college. He's like we're just like hanging out one day, and really he's like first thing is you don't realize how fucking big Larry Larry, Larry Bird's legit six ten. He's a big, he big? I yeah, know he's, he's, he's a tall. big fuck. And he said, they're all like, <laughs> he said, they're all like sitting there, like, you know, kind of like modest, like, oh, what's up? And then Labor's like, are you guys the college guys? And they're like, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, sir. And he's like, make sure you get some rest. It'll be a long fucking week for you, okay? And they're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's just talking shit the whole time, man. They're just, they said he was just savage, man. Savage dude. That team, there'll be never nothing ever like that team. No, ever. That's that team sick. was just right there. That's sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look at that. Robinson, Ewing, Bird, Pippen, Pippen. Jordan. It's stupid. It's Clyde, Malone, Stockton, Mullen, Barkley. I mean, Magic. Magic. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And they were all still getting out. I mean, they were beating people by like 60 points. Embarrassing. You know what else happened in that era? Put your headphones on, man. This is a uh, early '90s was just a real fun time. I'll show you, see if you this looks familiar to you at all. <laughs> hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Well, a whole lot of people are asking me what I think about this uh, Alex Murdoch trial. I don't know why they think I'm an expert on it, but I think we know. <laughs> I think we know why. <laughs> I don't know why they think I'm an expert. Also, the casual chuckle with the fucking glasses on, on his head. head. This yeah. motherfucker right here don't give a OJ shit. OJ feels the need to comment on all like social things. Anything that happens in the NFL, anything that's happening 
like in like the in culture politically um and then in the cases and in, in, in criminal cases and right now he's commenting on that murdoch uh uh this is a, a tweet that he posted or a video he posted through twitter when that Murdoch guy was on trial for murdering his wife, wife and son, son he's yeah. like, I don't know why they hit me up. Why are y'all asking me about what? a double murder, man? Asking me? <laughs> what do I know about I murder? stole trophies and cleats, man. man That's I all I did. Anyway. Uh, I got to admit, when he took the stand, mm-hmm. a guy who's an habitual liar, I did watch. He's a liar. Um, um, when the trial first started. Yeah. Uh, I watched him take the stand, and I uh, thought it was probably a mistake because the guy is an admitted liar, and it's hard for me to think he can be on the stand five, six, seven, eight days uh, without lying. Right. Question is, what did he lie about? Uh, but lying and stealing money is a little different than murder. Uh, I realized in watching them testify what he was doing. He was just trying to relate to one or two of those jurors that he was a good old boy. He was one of them. Uh, And I'm not sure he didn't succeed in doing that. Uh, I am not qualified to to really say if the guy did it or he didn't do it. Right. Uh, You know, if a juror missed an hour of testimony, they no longer qualified. I've missed days that I haven't watched this. Right. Um, uh, But from what I've seen, do I think it's more likely that he did it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this murderer it. is calling someone else. A yeah, he's murderer. like, this guy's a bad guy. <laughs> this guy definitely did this it. This guy definitely he did it. Did it. I, I wrote a book called If I Did It, but this <laughs> guy, he definitely did it. Uh, he's going to go to jail for all the thievery he did, thievery. stealing millions of dollars of yeah. people. I think he should be looked at more about the death of his housekeeper a few years ago where he ended up with over $4 million of the insurance money. Mm. Um, I think they should take a hard look at that. Yeah. But it wouldn't surprise me in the least if this guy beats this case. Oh, who uh, else has he's gonna case? Go to jail. <laughs> he's going to go to jail for all the money he stole. I'm curious there. Because uh, I got nine to 33 years. (laughs) 33 years because I caught some guys trying to sell my stolen property and I yelled at them. I caught some guys. Nine to 33 because I yelled at some people. Yeah, I yelled yelled at them. He says I caught them. Hey, man. (laughs) Getting arrested on the ground. Stealing my shit. 33 years in prison for that. (laughs) OJ is fucking crazy, dude. He is crazy. He well, is. I just told a buddy of mine, we were on the phone, and we were talking about this murder case. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, I don't know. You know, I think I the guy know. might be able to uh, get some reasonable doubt uh, yeah. there. But I said, if the verdict comes back tomorrow, he's going to be guilty. Yeah. If the verdict comes back uh, next week sometime, that means they're probably fighting. Right. Uh, one thing that I was told by the <laughs> lieutenant, uh, of the sheriff's department uh-huh. uh, when I was incarcerated. Uh, Which in, time? In, in one of my cases. and uh, <laughs> My double homicide. After <laughs> police officers had testified in my case, uh, all of the sheriff's department, they ran the jail, not the prison, but they ran the jail, and right. that's where I was being housed. Uh, they said, you're going home. And I said, well, how can you guys be so sure? They said, when a jury sees somebody as lying especially police officers, uh, they won't convict. And like it or not, those police officers, it was pretty 
uh, apparent that they were lying. Yeah, about he's stuff. right about that. One, the thing that really that helped him out in the end was that there was a bunch of crooked ass LAPD, yeah, Mark Furman, and Furman, those but guys, that, and also yeah. remember they had video of the of the when the when the police were on the scene and they were just walking like no booties on, just walking over evidence, walking on blood. They weren't doing any of the procedural mm-hmm. stuff you're supposed to do like on a crime scene, and they and they were all lying. They all did lie about what they what they were there to do and how they were supposed to do it so he was he is right about that but it's interesting that, that people ask oj i don't know why they ask him about this stuff man it's kind of, it's just i mean that is mental illness there for you to get away if, <laughs> if i got away with double murder i'm you're never i'm never popping up on social media nothing but no, and you don't have to post these videos he's right like, hello twitter world yep. uh, i don't yeah. know why people keep asking me <laughs> really really you know the funniest thing happened today somebody asked me about a murder case uh that's what he's doing right he now. he literally was like i don't know why people keep asking about this murder okay and then the next video is like i was on the phone talking to my friend about this murder okay <laughs> it's all you're doing yeah. dude what are you talking hey, about hey oj what do you think about this case he's like well it's funny that you asked me of all people but i'll i'll, I'll share my opinion he's wild dude he has said in other interviews when they go do you ever go back to L.A.? He's like, I don't go back to L.A. because I don't, I don't know if the killer is going to be like right next to me. He's, Come on. I swear to God. He yeah. said that? He has said that, yes. He's like, I, I don't know if I'm sitting down for lunch and, and, and all of a sudden right, right over my shoulder, the murderer is right there. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> to say that. Yeah, that guy's still out there, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, why is he coming after you now, OJ? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. He got away with double murder. Yeah, Why is he coming after guy. you, OJ? That guy. <laughs> the waiter could stab me in my back. Get the fuck out of here with that. He said that. <laughs> and somebody, that is so arrogant. So it's, it's so arrogant. Have you ever seen also <sighs> that video of those two girls? Wait, you got to look look this up. There are, he's sleeping. So uh, He's sleeping in like, I don't know if it's his place or a friend's place. And these two like, young blonde girls you could tell it's late and they're like <laughs> and they walk out they're like wake up and they wake him he's like hey, hey, hey. <laughs> they're just like having fun with oj like they're being all playful and you realize like these these chicks don't know who they're fucking with they you know don't what I mean? and they're definitely his type <laughs> yeah they don't know who they're fucking with. yeah it's it's these they wake him up oh yeah look Two blonde women. I sw- and then he's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, they wake him up at 1 o'clock in the morning, and he's just, like, enjoying his his uh, his uh little his little nap. And he, oh, he's like, oh. <laughs> and they think it's hilarious. They're laughing. Go back and actually find the video. Find the video while we're talking. Um. Yeah, but this uh, there's there's probably I don't know if there's anyone we can actually liken his story to, right? Like he is the ultimate like and and also to he, he's, the thing about, I'm trying to think like I'm going through What you're again, saying like, though makes sense cuz you know what like old like mafia dudes do when they get away with something, they just stay under the ghost. Know, they become ghosts. And I feel like his narcissism is what keeps him from being like, hey, tw-, like you don't have to post any of this shit. None of it. Here's yeah. my question to him, ignorant to a lot of this stuff. Is can, can he still be tried for that double murder? Or is that that's the, what do they call it again? Double uh, jeopardy. Double jeopardy. Yeah, so he's cannot. 
They can never get him on that. Even if he says now on his social media, I did it. They can't. You can't him. try him for that. You can try him for other things, but not for that. Right. Civilly, you can go after him, which is right. what they did. Yeah. The um, Goldmans. I think this is it here. Let's see. <laughs> he said, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. There's a knife under that pillow. They better. <laughs> Let's get up. Let's you get up. Open up. Wiggy, wiggy, hands up your sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. The kids, man. The kids. The kids. The kids. <laughs> it's like going to the zoo and throwing shit at the tigers. Or the sleep, <laughs> it it right? really like, fucking is. <laughs> like, that tiger, tigers. That tiger stretches out. Yeah, it's going like, fuck you you don't want to fuck with that. And then there's this clip we have of um, he's on another. He's on a podcast. I wish we'd get him on this podcast. This one right here. I was gonna say I just saw this. You yeah, go out, you guys yeah. should have. Yeah, I, I would love to. To let's see here. Yeah. So has anyone ever asked you like who you thought did it? I'm not gonna talk about this. Okay. Got it. Okay. All right. You got anything? Uh, no, I don't think so. Nice Fucking, try, though. <laughs> he tried. Can I ask you one thing, though? What's that? <laughs> I don't know if you're going to answer this, but how much have you spent on lawyer fees, you think, today? Oh, geez. A fortune. Just flat out fortune. Over yeah. under $3 million. Over, yeah. Fuck. His life. It's a lot of money. $3 million. Yeah, but it yeah. bought him freedom. It sure did. Well, it from the double murder did. He got caught with the trophies and yeah. cleats and shit. Yeah. But uh, three million. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. And, and by the way, what are you talking about? Oh, oh, that case. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I would love to have him on. Try to book him to be a guest bear. <laughs> you should definitely do that. I, I was the first thing I'd be like, man, I want to ask you about a couple of murder cases. Why do you want to ask me? Yeah, why? <laughs> why me? Where are we at with that Murdoch case? <clears throat> I was just talking to my friend about it the other day, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, if they come back quick, he's guilty. Uh, I don't know why everybody wants to know this from me, but if they take their time, that probably means they found something. Now, the sheriffs that run the jail, what they would do is they used to come back and tell me, like, that's why people are asking you, man, because you've been through this right. whole fucking yeah. thing before. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're well aware of how this works. <laughs> They're not tagging Lance Ito, bro. Yeah. They're hitting you up. <laughs> your ass up. Yeah. Yeah. People are going to ask him, uh, you know, Sandra Bullock, what she thinks, because she doesn't have a fucking clue. Yeah, That's right. Why. <laughs> it's because you've murdered two Killed people. Killed two people. That's why they want to know. You know how you almost severed their heads off? You killed two people. That's why. <laughs> who do you think did I don't want to get into all that bullshit. Let's not mess around with that bullshit. Man. Why are we fucking around? <laughs> That was a long time ago, man. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. I killed them a long time ago, man. Oh, my God. That was a long time ago. Yeah, that was the early 90s, man. I remember where you were? Yeah. When, I was, the, when the Bronco chase yep, happened? I was back in Maryland. I just, um, it was summer vacation from college. I went back home, and I was in my friend's kitchen. And I'm watching, there was a TV there, and I'm watching the fucking Bronco chase. I'm like, holy shit, they're going right down the fucking 405. Yeah, <laughs> so crazy. Oh, my God. For Ford's Bronco, OJ Chase may have helped sales. 
People are like, I like that thing. That's, that's a nice. Good, that's a good car to run from the police in. Yeah. That is a good looking truck. I do like Broncos. Yeah. He's in the back of that thing right now. Laying down. After yeah. killing two people. Yeah. And they're not doing anything. Keep going, AC. Yeah. That's a wild time, man. I was at basketball camp at University of South Florida in Tampa. And they we had camp and then you know it was a, it was all day. You just play basketball all day and then you break for lunch and you go back to the dorm room. And then you go back and again and the the next morning because we don't, we didn't have the same access to media when you're in camp. We also didn't have cell phones yeah. or anything back then, too. You got to be by a TV to see this thing. And they told us in the morning, they're like, I don't know if any of you guys heard, but O.J. Simpson, uh, he got arrested for murder. All right, let's hit the free throws. And we were, getting, <laughs> we were like, what the fuck? Wait, like, what? Yeah. Lay up. Let's go. Let's go. Come Wait, he just say her. And uh, Magic Johnson's got AIDS. Let's right. line uh, up two line by up. two. Let's go. <laughs> Chest passes. <laughs> like, hey, what's happening? What is going on? What's happening, yeah. man? <laughs> this, is, this, is our, this is how we get into adulthood. <laughs> we're like, I thought we were kids. <laughs> like, no, nah, this is what happened. Nah, man. Two people are dead. One's got AIDS. Let's line uh, up. Let's go. <laughs> two by two layups. <laughs> Magic's real rich. He's going to beat that shit. All right, let's go. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they said OJ almost cut off one head. All right, let's rebound. Let's go rebound. <laughs> Box out, everybody. Box out. <laughs> that was how you found out information. That back is. Then. You got half-ass bits, yeah. and then you had to go home and, you and no try questions. to watch the You're like, what? Like, what? like, what? Just get, yeah. I get remember mad. telling, I've, I've told my grandmom to shut the hell up one time. And it's when I walked into her house. I'll never forget. This is how I found out Magic Johnson had AIDS. I walked into her house, and she's sitting in her little rocking chair. And I walked in. She goes, Magic Johnson has AIDS. And I said, shut the hell up, Grandma. <laughs> and he did. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was HIV positive. And that I was, was like, such a spook everybody. Up. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was the – I mean, because I remember Arthur Ashe – Right, mm-hmm. Arthur, Arthur Ash got it, and that poor guy, he had a mu- much. I feel this like was a blood transfusion or something, yeah. Wasn't it? And people were extremely cruel about it. Like everyone was like, "He's gay," yeah. you know, like he definitely got it from gay shit. And and he had had it's like clear, you know, records of his surgeries and blood trans whatever he was going through medically, and it's definitely how he got it. But people were like really cruel to him about it, and he was he stayed so humble and and. And just took like the, you know, this pub like public cruelty in a way, right? But like with magic, I was just like, it just didn't feel like it was possible. I think also because of his physical stature, mm-hmm. you just go like this big, like huge human. I mean, six nine, you know, On, and playing at the highest at the level, high, like, of such a great. Sport. You're yeah. like, I, I, for me, it was more inconceivable. And he was, you know, he's, he seemed like a superhero. Like those guys were like. And, you know, he had that million megawatt smile and the way that he played was so, it was so crazy. I just, yeah, I remember that I was in Milwaukee for. I remember that. And like, he's retiring? Because that's the thing is when you hear the, you're like, what do you mean he's retiring? How are you going to retire? And he's like, I can't play anymore. Because, and then later on, you learn that he was just like, fucking like 12 women in the locker room. Yeah. Like, uh, like after a game, he was like, her, 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 and her. And they all came back. They're like, holy shit. Tell Cookie I'll be out there in a minute. And it's supposed to be yeah. so, so, so difficult for men to get it from females. You know that? Like, even if you 
a woman has it, you, you don't, it doesn't necessarily transfer to the man. It's really difficult. He must have had so much sex. Together. So much. Yeah. You know who else had AIDS? Oh, Easy E. You know, yeah, yeah, he did, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. You yeah. guys know about that. We know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a sleep mask you can get. I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. You guys gave me one. Actually, I'm gonna wear it on my oh, flight back today. It just takes the bougieness out of a sleep mask. People are definitely not gonna be asked tapping me to ask me anything. No. You know what I mean? They nobody asked me to help put their bag up. If they did, I would pop it up right here too. But I'll be, of course, I'll help you. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, I'll have my I'll have my mask like OJ has his glasses up there. <laughs> That's the craziest thing we've ever put out. I Could think. you imagine tra- having to ask that person for help? Oh, this guy's got an easy E head AIDS eye mask on, but I really need some help. I need some help. <laughs> this is the only person I can ask. Excuse me, sir. Oh. Sir. Easy AIDS. That's crazy. Uh, crazy as shit. I can't believe you guys. I can't believe you must have death threats. Stop here. I didn't know that was going to upset people. It really did. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. It really upset I know people. It did. Yeah. yeah. I walked. <laughs> people got so mad. <laughs> and they're like, the fuck is wrong with you? No, but I just try to let people sleep comfortably. <laughs> that really is the goal. <laughs> that is the goal. The goal is to have you just oh, sleep, God. sleep comfortably. <laughs> just rest. I just want you to rest. The fuck is with that sleep mask? <laughs> it would be interesting to sit like in first class so everyone has to pass by yeah. it and see it and see how many so people faces react or even actually say, hey, man, that shit ain't cool, man. <laughs> Somebody will. Yeah. But isn't your defense, though, but he did. Like, he, he did, though, right? He did. Tell me it's inaccurate. <laughs> it's just not factually. <laughs> that um, You know who else got it was that boxer. Remember that big white boxer? Tommy, Tommy Morrison. Morrison. Yeah. He had AIDS. He had AIDS. God damn. Yeah. Was that sexually transmitted? I or? don't know. I don't want to guess, but I'm going to say it was probably drugs. Rock Hudson. He was gay. He yeah. Had, yeah. That was the other one. That that's when the gay like that's when he got gay cancer. That's when yeah. AIDS like really started. Because my grandmother yeah. was like, "Rock Hudson has AIDS," and yeah. I was like, "Who the fuck's Rock Hudson?" She's like, "Oh, he was a beautiful movie and star." And like every and like, woman from that era, that was in the era where that you don't you didn't say you're gay, right? So every woman was like, "He's a dreamboat." Right. They all loved him, and he was like, "I want I don't want to be with you." Yeah, they thought yeah. Liberace wasn't gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 guys just got dicks fucking. In his throat, you know, <laughs> singing with them in there. He's got dick rings on, <laughs> like ten little dicks on his hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They would. Um, there's still like women who are like, he was just, he's just a performer. Mm-hmm. That that the era of that woman who's like 85 now just didn't buy that. No, yeah. He, he was, was just a nice. He was a good man. Yeah, just a nice. He just liked man. to dance. Yeah, he liked music. Dance. Yeah, yeah. Rock Hudson. What did Rock Hudson look like again? I know he was a handsome dude. But he was, um, yeah, this was like the first famous. Yeah, look yeah. at that good looking dude. Yeah, he's a good looking guy. Look at him. Just plowing dudes' assholes day and night. All day and night. Yeah. And then it just took him. Right. Yeah, pool parties. Like this, this was like Hollywood Hills and just, you know, no, none of the fans knew, but it was just all guys going to his house for like Saturday orgies and shit. Yeah, handsome dude. There he is right there, pretending to like a woman. 
<laughs> yeah. Unreal. Yeah, that was it. It was Rock Hudson yeah. and then Magic. Arthur Ashe. Arthur right? Ashe. Tommy Morrison. Then it seemed to like wow, when did, disappear. And, and did Tommy Morrison died, right? I think he did. And then it just sort not disappear, but you know, sort of got quiet. Isn't like, the the story of Magic the most incredible where he doesn't test positive anymore? Yeah, that's crazy. He doesn't test positive know, for HIV. Nuts. So you know, I, I that, that wild. Mean, that means that there's a cure. Then, well, they they say this now that HIV is no longer a death sentence, right? So like, you get it, you could actually livable. You but can, you're taking a bunch of pills and cocktails. You're taking probably, a bunch of yeah. stuff, but like you can live like a full life. But this dude, his blood does not show HIV in it anymore. That is what's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, he he tests negative now. I don't understand obviously how that works but it's somehow possible he's still a massive man yeah too. he's also a man that has enough money to do all the experimental shit yeah. anything that could help him that the regular person who has hiv out there doesn't get true, they true. get the fucking kaiser permanent they fucking package yeah. magic ain't getting kaiser, no no magic's know? not kaiser <laughs> no. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you're gonna have to come back for three appointments before we can even like. It'll kill me by then. It he's, might. It he's might. my favorite um, wholesome Instagram account. You ever follow? You ever follow him on Instagram? Mm-hmm. It's one. Of the, he's like he he posting. He's like he's on a European. He takes a yacht to Europe every summer with his wife and 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 friends. And then it'll be like, we're in Greece today. I had the fish. It was delicious. It's and it's just, just like a picture of a fish. And it's that. And then the next day he's like, this pasta was so good. <laughs> just like a picture of the pasta. And then the next day he's like, we went shopping today. And it's just like <laughs> pictures of shopping bags. Or he'll be like, this is my friend Drake, you know. Just finished wishing Cookie a very happy birthday. Cookie is a very fucking patient lady. Yeah. It was a, it was truly an outstanding meal. I recommend going to Paris. <laughs> it's like somebody it's like, does that for him. I There's don't know. No way that's mad. It, it feels it might be. more like him because he is like that. Real. I mean, here we go. Another trip around the sun for my incredible wife, best friend Cookie Johnson. There's that one, and yeah, and then he'll be like, "I met the mayor of Athens today." <laughs> He does. I swear to God, it's always it's it's super wholesome. Me and Sam Jackson. That's just it. It's one of my favorite actors, Sam Jackson. Yep. Just post a picture of him and that person. It's always the most simple quote, like direct to what it is, and like this is all that this is. Uh, I want to share with the world we cook our champions again. Wow, what a great game! I am so happy for our players. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Yay. That is, yeah. Yeah, if you scroll down to find his like his actual vacation stuff, it is the greatest. He does it every year. Oh, that might be them on vacation right there. There he is. We're in the beautiful town. It was a thrill for us to see an active volcano today. Have you seen the um, magic... And verse Larry or something like that. It's called the mat where where Larry Bird talks about how much his mom loved Magic so much. No, he, oh, it's so good. So Magic goes to visit Larry Bird, uh-huh. and this is when Larry's telling a story about Magic had when Magic got AIDS, um, and he's crying about it. And he's he said that you know Magic comes to the his mom's house. He's like my mom loved Magic like. 
made him food and everything. Like, just loved him. Larry said this. Yeah, and at first, Larry's like, why the fuck's this guy here? You know, we, and then he came, and his mom's like, I like that Magic Johnson. This is when, like, they're in college still, or this is... A- I think it's, like, right when they're getting out of college and they're both starting to get at it in the NBA, and they start to be friend, frenemies a little bit at first. You yeah. You know, like, fuck this guy. Yeah. Because Magic would go up to shake his hand. Larry Bird's like, I ain't fucking shaking your hand. Yeah. You know, we're about to go at it. Yeah. Um, but he talks about how just like everyone loved Magic. Yeah. And he's like, my so mom fell in love with him yeah. and, you know, just so nice and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know, did you know that Larry went, why he went to Indiana State? He went to Indiana State. Was it because the something about the Hoosiers yeah, yeah. rejected he, him or something? No, he went to Indiana. He did. And he, for hated, Bobby Knight. And he hated him so much that he left school. He was like, I oh, fuck this guy. Oh, it's it just about Bobby Knight. It's just about Bobby Knight. Oh, okay. Left there, know. had to sit out a year because of the rules at the time of the NCAA and then re-enrolled at, or enrolled at Indiana State and played at obviously a much lesser program just yeah. to be like, fuck you, Bobby Knight. Yeah. That's the only reason he went no there. shit. Yeah. There's another story that um, Magic tells that's great where he was like, he had he had heard about Bird, and then he's like, I go to this thing, and I, I, I think he plays in like some. It was like an all star game, and um, he's like he's like me and Larry are on the bench to, instead of starting because the uh, the coach of this all star thing is Kentucky's coach, and he starts three Kentucky guys, a couple. Of, so he's like, but then we sub in, and he's like, we fucking slice and dice them, and uh, <laughs> he's like. He said that uh, Larry was on the player of the year. He was, guard, he was guarding the player of the year from, I don't know if it was Kentucky or another program. He goes, he just tore his ass up. He's like, I left there and I called home. I was like, this white dude can play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they say he's a fucking psycho, man. Total psycho. Dion was a good one, too, with the fucking... The, I, I always love, like... I don't know. I've never had that confidence or swagger in anything I've been able to do. Like when when there's stories about like Dion when he's about to be drafted, the oh. Giants or someone gave him this book that was like yeah, this thick, and he was true. like, and they're like, learn that book. And he's like, when y'all when y'all picking, they're like tenth. He's like, I'm gonna be long gone before then, and yeah. walk the fuck yeah. off. You take your book yeah. back. Yeah. I wish I could be confident. Yeah. Like, get that fucking shit out of here. I ain't gonna be tenth. And then he ran. He just ran the forty mm-hmm. in um, another player's shoes. He's like, I don't have my shoes. So somebody else lent their shoes to him. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if they were the right size. He ran his 40, which is like supposed to be one of the fastest 40s ever That's at the combine. Say, yeah. And then he just went right into a limo. Yeah, no, I don't think any of us experienced that level. Man, that is, you got to know you're fucking worth that shit. Yeah. He knew early on. Some dude who was just at the combine had the, um, he did the uh, he tore his like ACL or something that day. Just running, yeah, lineman. And then he went and did the bench press. But the thing is, like if you've benched before, you you yeah, dig you your you plant your feet. You know, like you plant your feet, and it helps you. You ground yourself. You know, you pull your back. Um, is this what he, this uh, this to do right here? Yeah, this kid Andrew Voorhees. Te- yeah, he tore his ACL, so he's doing it with his leg out out like this which and is he, th- did 30, he did 38 reps holy yeah. crap and if you watch him do it i watched him i've do done it. 10 225 i've done it 10 times reps is my most ever that's great yeah but i was also in college and shit but still that's 
This Dude, guy's doing almost four times that. If you watch the weight move, it looks like it's the bar. You know what I mean? Like the, the resistance, he's just like, bop, 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 bop. 38 reps with his, with his leg out So he could have done flat. more probably. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure he could have. Yeah, no, he would have been into Fuck. the 40s. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy what some of these guys are capable of doing. Like they're, they're just other level. I just also think these guys are getting so big now that their bodies. Look at this fucking guy. Right? So he's going to keep that right leg. Like oh, it, it's, he it's, can't, yeah, it can't braced. ground him. Yeah. You can't dig it into like you like to, if you're benching, you want to dig your heels into the ground, you know, especially if you're going for like a max rep thing, you know, and he's just going to have that shit like laying out casually. That's literally all chest. Yeah. Yeah. But look how it moves. Like it moves so, it's so fluid. You're like, that's 225. I mean, it's moving like it's just a bar. It's like, one, oh my two. God. <laughs> that is like a straw. Look yeah, at right? it. Right? Like, that's a broom. He said, I, there's no I don't weight. think I could do a broom 38 times I my arms tired out. Know. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this motherfucker. Yeah. Just fucking. Only person I think I could do more than that is probably any. Any could whoop this dude's ass. <laughs> any would be like, fuck you, man. I got this shit. Give me like a week to train. That's what. That's it. all you need is a week. Look at this <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, just. I think these guys are getting so big that their ACLs, Achilles, all that they can't they can't sustain the size. The size of them. Yeah. I, I feel like most of these guys these days should get like uh, what is it preemptive surgery? Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, like, like, just go get your ACLs and your Achilles before repaired. you yeah. even need to. If yeah. you're going to be that massive, it's going to pop sooner or later. Well, I mean the the way that athletes grew from when like when I was a kid in the '80s, the average lineman in the NFL was like two sixty five, two seventy five. That's and, a tight end. And and if a team had had a three hundred pounder, they'd be like, "We got a goddamn elephant on this <laughs> yeah, team." Like yeah, yeah. there was like one. There'd be like one. It wasn't even like every team. Now the whole line is that everybody. Yeah, like you try. You, yeah, you try. I mean, they're low. Like the lowest weight you'll find is like three hundred five, three ten. That'd be like the the light guy. That's crazy. And there's tackles that are three thirty five. Three. I mean, that's fucking huge. And they're six seven. Yeah, they're massive. Yeah, massive. Big fucking dudes. Big dudes. Yeah, that kid is. Um, but see that that right there just bought that kid doing that. The fact that he went with his torn ACL coaches and and scouts and you know GMs are like this kid's fucking kind yeah, they're of they're coming over. Oh, that they're shit. like yeah. he had his leg in a brace and he still went out there and banged out thirty eight reps. That's yeah. what we want on this fucking team. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they love that shit, man. Did you ever have coaches like that that were just like like? Why did defense not work? <laughs> you ever have those guys? <laughs> You ever have football coaches like that smacking children? I had a, I had smacking a, children. <laughs> you ever have a coach open field tackle a player oh fuck it, who was freshly paralyzed a week just, before? Just had his neck in a brace. <laughs> you pussy ass motherfucker. Yeah. Had his neck in a brace and you're tackling him. You're the coach. Call me a hoe. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had, man, I had coaches I loved. You ever coached you fucking. So I had one coach in Little League who was in a wheelchair. He's paralyzed. He was paralyzed. That's dedication. He's coaching. And that was peewee football. Peewee football. This was in, I bet somebody out there might see this and actually find out who this was. Because I loved this dude. I was, this was like 
fourth and fifth grade football and sixth grade football. Yeah, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade football in the suburbs of Minneapolis. So I was living in Plymouth, and coach uh, had was paralyzed from an ac- a diving accident, um, like at a lake somewhere. He he dove, broke his neck or spine somewhere. He was in a he was in a wheelchair, and he was you know, I mean. I want to say when I was, I'm 10 years old, he had to have been in like his fifties or something. And his sons would, his, his sons were, you know, adults. And, and the, so it was like, you know, they had, but he was the head coach and he had like the, the motorized chair. Um, and he would like, you know, he would, he was like a, a drill sergeant, but we we're, we're kids, but we fucking love this guy. I mean, I just want to see elbows and assholes, get it, you know, like all that shit. And he would bark at us, but we fucking, we just loved the dude. I don't know. We just, we just adored that guy. And I remember that he would yell and yell, but we just, we wanted his approval. I yeah. think that was that. We just wanted his approval so much. I loved that dude. I had another coach who had like a, sorry, that was like fourth grade. I think it was what it was. What, and another coach who his son was like, this incredible I was a center and his son was a quarterback and we were doing like shotgun formation and flea flickers and shit and his son was throwing crazy crazy fucking passes and I remember years later I was like man I I wonder what because that kid was such a good athlete I was like I wonder if he and he found me on Facebook and he ended up he had a scholarship to Wisconsin oh no shit yeah and so I, I, I talked to him for a second and then my favorite coach in high school was named Wally Myers, Coach Myers, which we loved playing for. And he ended up leaving. And Coach Harbin, Chuck Harbin, I loved playing for that guy. They weren't like um, beat your ass, but they were they were tough on us. But it was like tough love. So I loved playing for those guys. Um, and you know they no they weren't like abusive, but they were demanding. You know. Yeah. Uh, and then my when Myers left, we had Coach Rock. Um, and he came in. I was a shit. Was I a senior? I think yes. Yeah, so I only had it for last year. He's the one. I think I told you we had a bye week, so it means we have no game, right? If you're listening, if you don't know sports, a bye week means there's no there's no game that week. So you just practice for no game. And so Pearl Jam was coming to town, and we're like, "Hey, coach, uh, since there's no game this week, me and a couple other guys, we want to go to the Pearl Jam concert. Can we go on?" thursday or whatever and he was like you know what yeah enjoy that concert man and we were like no shit thanks coach he's like yeah fuck yeah go 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 see pearl jam and we were like great so we go to the concert next practice we have a regular practice and then he calls out like eight of us like the eight guys that went he's like i want you guys stand right here at the goal line and we're like looking around we're like what's going on and we're on the game field and then he's like cue it up and then he puts pearl jam on the loudspeakers i like this guy (laughs) so pearl jam starts playing and we're like gosh you had to run your ass off we had to do suicides 100 yard suicides oh nah so that every five yards every 10 Every 10 yards. So that's 10 end zone, 20 end zone, 30 end zone, 40, 50, 60, 80, 100. I mean, it was, I mean, I, I, it was the most gas. I thought I was going to have a heart. And the whole time, the whole What's time. What's he playing? I'm still alive. He's playing, but he, he's playing air guitar. He's going, oh. 
Like jamming out like that. Yeah. Loving it. And the whole team's watching us do the yeah. hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, how's that concert, boys? <laughs> Jeremy spoken. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. So we, yeah. That's, that's Coach Rock. That is really good. That's right pretty there. good. He cued it all. I love cued it. Cued it up. I love yeah. it. That's great. Yeah. Did you have one? I had good coaches. I had uh Mr. Carfine, he was a great coach. Coach Kessler was a great coach, uh, high school soccer. Um, uh, but one of my favorites, just because you could, you can't do it anymore, and it's one of my favorites of all time, is a guy, he was just a, I mean, it's just Little League Baseball. I'm in middle school, and this guy was probably in his early 20s. His name was Al. Mm-hmm. And he was like greasy hair, dark sunglasses, jeans with the hip chain, you know, ball cap, yeah. smoking cigarettes at the at practice. At, always, not only at. This is why I liked him because yeah. we laugh about it now. Like you could never do this, but when you're like when he would lean over you, like you know, when a coach like gets around you to show you how to bunt, yeah, that cigarette, he'd be like, "Let me show you, man." He'd be hanging right here, and it would be burning your eyes and shit. You know, you're like, "God damn." Like a coach, I can't see, man. It's burning my eyes. He's like, Why aren't you button right? I'm like, It's just your fucking cigarettes burning my eyes, man. But it'd be hanging right here and it'd just be slowly going up. You're like, Oh, shit. Try to bunt and shit. And he would cuss and yell and he'd be out there on first base smoking cigarettes and sending you to second. You could never, never, you could never do that now. There's a couple. Not one parent said anything like, "Hey, don't smoke no. in my kid's face." No, <laughs> nothing. Like he's a coach. That's There's like he's the he's coaching you, man. Coach cares. Coach Al, man. <laughs> coach Al. Fucking cigarette hanging out. There was, there was a there was a few years ago. I think it was the end. Finally, the end of an year. There was a soccer coach. It was like a Chilean or Italian coach who was smoking on the pitch, and he was like, ah, <laughs> yelling. You see, he can't smoke. do that anymore. It just ended. It was a few years ago. He was there. (laughs) (laughs) How about um? Oh, I can't foul mouth. Of course, yeah. His hilarious. uh, His name escapes me. The the fighter that would smoke right after he'd win. Mayorga was it? Mayorga, Carlos Mayorga. Did he smoke right after? he Yeah, he would train. If you look him up, and there's nothing like boxing training. M a y o r g a. I think he died. Carlos Mayorga. I think it was, and he would smoke. He'd beat your ass, and then as soon as they pick him up on the shoulders, he'd light up immediately. Really? Immediately in the ring, yeah. And those, those like, Maruga. Murga? M-A- try M-A-Y-O-R-G-A. My or Yeah, there you go. That's him, the boxer. Yeah. There's my orga smoking. That's it. That is. Smoking. Yeah, right in smoking the interview. Injury. During training, look, it look, says. look, look. <laughs> In the interview with Larry. (laughs) Right after the fucking fight. He was a cigarette smoker. Yeah, he loves it. It's hilarious. No, that search that you put, it said on drinking and smoking during training. That's what one of the video results was. You go back, that second one. Look at that. Yeah, he's like, I smoke, I drink, I do my shit, man. That is hilarious. Why are you smoking and drinking? Because I'm trying to get stronger. That's what I do, man. It's what I do, bro. Yeah, they're clearly, that's what they're asking him about, yeah. <laughs> He's like, look, my lungs are strong, man. You imagine, like, this is a guy that they're like, run 12 miles this morning. He's like, all right, and he gets back. He's like, just getting ready to, to box. Remember I used to tell you my buddies would see, like, Jamal Lewis in the strip clubs and stuff, and they'd all be smoking cigarettes. I'm like, that's our, that's a 2,000-yard back. Yeah. 
He's number two all time, I think. He might have just got beat, but I think he's actually number two all time behind Eric Dickerson for best season. And he's chain smoking, <laughs> chain smoking and winning Super Bowls. Like, yeah. how? Yeah. How? How are you that athletic? And then you see him winded probably somewhere, and you're like, oh, okay. Come on, Jamal. <clears throat> I saw him one time at uh, Hard Rock in Lauderdale. You did? Yeah, in the elevator. I said, what's up? He was fucking lit. Was he? He's wide. Dude. That's a big man. His eyes were like, Oof. I was like, what's up, John? And he was like, what's up? Yeah. What's up, bro? <laughs> you win big tonight? Nah, nah, man. I'm down. I'm down right now. You go smoke man. a pack of cigarettes right now. <laughs> yep. Yep. Get ready to train tomorrow. That is unbelievable, man. Yeah, I mean, that was more common. You've seen, like, the name of stuff, beer and a cigarette at halftime. That's crazy. In the 60s? Just like, yep, I've seen, uh, what's his name? Is it Len Dawson? There's a famous picture. Oh, I think yeah. it's him smoking a cigarette at halftime yeah. and shit, like, at a Super Bowl and shit. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Fuck? I thought Namath was like that. Doesn't... Probably. They all yeah. did back then. Johnny Unitas told this story one time when he, like, later in his career, he got uh, sent to San Diego from Baltimore, and he said he was sitting in the locker room and, he said, I've been around guys. They all smoke cigarettes or everything. But this one, this is just one cigarette. And it just kept coming down the line. I thought, Jesus Christ, these guys can't afford their own cigarettes. And then when it got to me, I was like, oh, I'm good. That ain't for me, man. They smoke weed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's like where it started to get in the Lawrence Taylor years, the weed and the coke and all that shit. Yeah. For the NFL cleaned their act up. And then it went to steroids. And now they're. Apparently, like half the NBA is high during games. Yeah. During games. I believe that yeah. they're the only professional sports, I could be wrong, that don't test They don't for test for weed, yeah. Because yeah. they're like, do you want a league? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you want a league? Do you want us to keep playing? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a real, it is a real players league. So you know that CBA was like, we smoke weed. Yep. So let's let's cut the shit. Yeah. And, and also that's supposed to be the, now, people are surprised, but that's supposed to be the league that's uh, using the most testosterone too. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, like a lot of players are, you know, jamming up, man. Especially the guys that are over 30. Yeah, well, they need to, I yeah. guess. That makes sense. Recovery, you know? Yeah, it's brutal on your body. So they're they're just shooting up. Pretty wild. It'd be, fun. It'd be fun as shit to be an NBA caliber player, smoke weed, and just play basketball all the time. Can you imagine how fucking fun that would be? It's good and be that good. Be that stuff. good. Yeah, dialed in like that. I'd be out. I love. I'd just be. I'd be. I wouldn't even care about dunking. I'd be dishing to everybody. Yeah, dish. I'd be like, whoop, let yeah. you go up to the rim and get one. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, man, I was high as shit when I did that. <laughs> That'd be the fun part. Is you'd be watching those highlights. Like, man, can, we, can you believe how high we were? We when you alley that shit, shit to me? You could. I mean, they probably take gummies and everything. I didn't even think oh, about yeah. the gummies. Take them two hours before the game. You're probably soaring. I mean, you're watching warm-ups. You're like, why are these guys laughing? They're yep. laughing during yeah, warm-ups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're high as shit. <laughs> NBA is high yeah, as shit. They're high as fuck, man. Well, I know NFL players smoke, too. I, I've, had oh, a, yeah. I've had a couple of them tell me that um, they know when they're going to get their test. No, it's he, he, the actual quote. I, I've talked to two. They both said the same thing. They said to test positive for weed in the NFL, quote, you have to be retarded. Yeah. Because they literally give you 
this window. It's going to be June 25th, guys. <laughs> That's what they June tell. 20, like this, you test, from 12 to 2. Yeah. And then they're like, outside of that window, you do not get Just tested stop. again. stop, yeah. You have to be That's a complete it. moron. And also, I know that if you if the, if someone's outed in the NFL, if you see like Tom Segura of the Cincinnati Bengals test a positive for marijuana, it's your second offense. Yeah. They keep your first one quiet. But you got to be a clown. I mean, you really have to be yes. so fucking stupid at this Even point. Even I could fucking stop yeah. doing that. Yeah. Right? You could do it for a window. For You talk about for millions of dollars. Yeah. I'd quit for the fucking my entire career. Sure. Just all you got to do is stay out of it. And then you don't have to. Right. Just out of this window. That's it. And then they go, once that thing is ended. You could smoke the rest of the year the until of the year. June of the next year. Yeah. 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 I, I've talked right. to dudes. They're like, they're like, when the games end, we, we fire up. Smoking in the locker room right before we uh, go to the team plane. Like, they're high as shit on planes. People are are eating uh, gummies on planes. Some dude, uh, it, was, it was a story about it. He fired up a blunt on, the, on, the, on an international flight back. Nah. On you know, one of the international flights. A football player? Yeah. <laughs> nah. And they, so the flight attendant goes, you can't do that. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. And then she walked away, and then he just lit it back up again. Bullshit. Yeah, he said there's smoke all over the yeah, cabin. The whole plane. The whole plane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is insane when you think about it. Like They used to let you smoke. Even when I was a kid, you could still smoke on a plane. Yeah. They had an ashtray. Remember, there used to be an ashtray right there. Yeah, and then there was like rest. forever. It was just like locked off. Mm-hmm. After you- yeah, and when I was a kid going in to Peru, tube. they had, uh, for international flights, it was a smoking section. Yeah. hilarious. The curtain that's going like to block a, the smoke. Uh, from row 16 back, you could smoke. I mean, imagine being row 15. You're like, you're, that, that's, everyone's smoking. Mm-hmm. And you would just walk back there, and, and people were just, it was a social thing. People, everyone was like talking, laughing, smoking, drinking. That was a lot of the flights that I took to Peru when I was a kid. All just smoke filled. smoke, yeah. 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 And you could also smoke anywhere, just anywhere. You could, you'd land people smoking in the airport, you know. Yeah, you used to be able to walk anywhere and smoke. Yeah. Now, um, we're, who's about to outlaw, well, you can't, like, smoke cigarettes anywhere. Australia, that was a real crazy one. Uh, uh, packs of cigarettes were $50 a Get pack. Get the fuck out Yeah, of Jeff here. Tate ended up, he ended up doing the hilarious bit about it. But, yeah, he went to buy cigarettes. He was like, they were $50. And he bought them? Well, yeah, he was like, his joke, he was like, he was like, no, I... I just want one pack, and and they were like, "Yeah, it's fifty, it's fifty five dollars." Fifty American, yeah. Holy fuck! Yeah, they may, and also like you can't. There's no like, if you walk outside, they're like, "You can't smoke here." He's like, "Where can I smoke?" And they're like, "Well, wait the fuck away from here." Like, there's no like area to go to. It was it was very funny, um, and they were. I was surprised at this because usually like all the Latin American places are so lax on everything. But Mexico City, like, really coming down on smoking. I thought that was surprising. They're like, it's becoming more and more strict about not wanting cigarettes anywhere. I'm seeing a lot of smoking down here in Austin. Yeah? Everybody down here smokes cigarettes. Hmm. Everywhere I've been. I've only been to the club and up and down 6th Street, but everybody's smoking cigarettes down here. I'm going to go tonight. I'm going to check out the club. Yeah, man. it's awesome. I saw it's it I saw it a couple times. in the world. No um, doubt. Joe Rogan a, did it. He did it, right? He did it. Yeah. No doubt. I saw it a couple of times on its way to being built. Um, you know, I saw it like in its, when it was an empty building, and then I saw it when it was like halfway done, and then I saw it when it was about 85% done. But this will be the first time I see it like as a completed. It's so well thought out. Like, 
especially it's for the comedian. Like, like I said, you could go right to a private balcony from the green room to watch, or your people could watch. Um, you can go right to the stage without ever having to go through the audience in both rooms and leave. Um, it's built in a way that you don't have to really be around fans and things like that. Um, and then that arch over the stage changes colors. Like the energy is unlike anything right now. The fans are so stoked to be in there. The comics are stoked to be in there. The lineups are the best in the world. It's crazy. Yeah. It's awesome. That's awesome. And the comics in there are good. You know what I mean? They're all good. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I can't wait to check it out. Joe did it again, man. That's awesome. He did. Fucking nail the home run. Well, um, if you have not seen it yet, make sure you go to YouTube and check out Ryan Sickler's new stand-up special. It's called Lefty Son. Please. Uh, Subscribe to his channel. Rate it. Give it a thumbs up. But most importantly, share it. Send it to a friend. Post it on Twitter. Post it on uh, on on Instagram. Post it on TikTok. Share the damn thing. That's how these things uh, get get known and get out there. You got to like tell people about it. So watch it, enjoy it, and share it with people. Uh, it's great to see you, brother. You too, brother. Thank you for everything. Of course, love you, man. Love you. Bye, guys. Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur protology. Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears One Cave. 